0: What is up, podcast fam? Happy, happy Friday. I'm super excited to share another interview that I did with Brian Abbasolo. And this time, I was actually a guest on his newly launched Dr. Abbas HealthCast show. I'm super excited for him, and I'm very humbled for the opportunity to be one of the first guests on his show. So without further ado, enjoy. Welcome
1: everybody, so glad that you guys could make it today, welcome to the latest installment of the Dr. Abs HealthCast, I have a very special guest today, his name is Jeremy Abramson He is a movement and mindset coach who is empowering people worldwide to live a life filled with movement, gratitude, and joy. And he's the host of the Stand Up to Sitting podcast and is helping Americans quit their addiction to sitting. So I can imagine that you're not happy right now because you are sitting.
2: It's a challenge, I'm not going to lie. But while we're doing this, we're making sure we're keeping proper a- absolutely. alignment
1: spine. You're, you're basically teaching the chiropractor today about sitting. That's funny. Exactly, <laughs> a little ironic. Huh? But, um, but yeah, man, let's just get right into it. Um, if you're at any park in Miami, we're going to see you out there. You're going to be shirtless. You're ripped up, dude. Gotta admire that. <laughs> you're barefoot, so you're earthing at the same time. Always, bro. Okay, so you're in the grass contorting your body in all different types of movements. You can see it on your IG all the time. You're out there. You're Like I said, you're contorting your body in all these movements, and it looks really challenging. It looks like an amazing core workout. What is it exactly that you're doing? You mentioned that it was called animal flow or primal movement. Right. So explain to the audience what exactly it is that you're doing
2: yeah so i appreciate the acknowledgement I'm trying to stay juicy like you <laughs> no but for me like the fact that we live in miami is such a gift so i used to be in the gym lifting weights doing the typical things that you would see people doing for aesthetics like and, i like me <laughs> yeah, maybe and, and when i first got into fitness that was my intention like it was maybe to get the attention of females or to cover up insecurities I had. And it was like, okay, how can I get jacked? Like, what exercises are going to get me swole, right? And as time has gone on, my intentions really shifted towards movement and, like, my movement quality and really challenging my body, challenging my nervous system to see what different patterns I can implement and how can that help towards my performance towards sports or – anything else that life throws at me so animal flow is a body weight modality and then I like to try and put my own spin on it from you know different plyometrics and just getting creative honestly like just
1: I see you getting creative on IG for sure yeah so like what would you say what are some of the like what's the benefit to animal training to you know tell somebody out there who is doing the traditional workouts like how is this going to benefit not only them to get in shape doing that but then also maybe help them with what they're doing in the gym as well
2: yeah for sure i think it's so important that we build a relationship with our body so you know, it's easy to pick up something external, right? Like a barbell or a dumbbell, and there's a place for that. But I think we need to learn how to master our own body weight before we worry about that. Like, really understand, like, okay, this is what it means for my shoulders to protract. This is what it means for my hips to be an extension. Um, so, really understanding your body and its mechanics and its capabilities, and then what happens when you do that is you're building so much resilience in the joints and in the tissues so when you do go to the weight room and you're trying to like hit a heavy squat or a heavy bench whatever it is your joints are much more resilient and strong so you're going to be able to lift that load much more effortlessly
1: wow so you're saying basically it's going to get you stronger what about as far as people you know people that i deal with they're in pain a lot do you feel like animal flow or primal training can help people that are in pain? Like, let's say somebody has lower back pain. Like, do you feel, you know, maybe can't do that squat with that heavy weight. Right. Do you feel that that type of training, hey, look, there's no weights involved, maybe, and they're still getting a great workout, maybe that's something that they could do, you know, and then head to the gym after. And maybe they don't even want to go after they, they start animal training.
2: A hundred percent. And I think it's a great, a great entry level that's not intimidating. Because you can do it anywhere. So and you don't
1: I'm, need any weights. It's strictly body exact, movement. Exactly. Amazing. I
2: mean, you see it all the time. Like people that are coming in. These are people that have been working the 9 to 5 grind for years. Yeah. So just like we're doing now, right? If we're hunched over in all of our discs, discs are compressing. Yep. And our organs. I mean, we can go into the anatomy of sitting later. But it's a great way and it's very non-invasive and non-intimidating to just like introduce some different mobility strategies, you know, opening up the hips in different ways, opening up the spine, and then as they build more confidence, we can continue progressing.
1: Absolutely. No, I definitely gotta, because I feel like when I see you on IG, I feel like you're not only working the muscles, but like you said, the joints and, you know, just areas of the body, like your hips, that are, for me, My hip flexors are always tight, but I feel like the movements that you do in in primal training actually open up the hips as you're actually working the muscle at the same time. Exactly. So it's like a combination effect. I'm
2: sure um, we we got to get out there this weekend. Stay tuned for some videos. Uh, we're I'm, still,
1: some- I'm still in like the weight training mode, the old school mentality. But yes, I agree. I it's definitely got it. It's
2: season for B right now. <laughs> it's bulking season. <laughs> I guess so. No, we're uh, going to get you out there. We're going to get yeah, you. Yeah, I got to I ready
1: got, ready. I gotta get out there and, and get some movement in with you. So let's talk about your enthusiasm, man. Like if anybody goes to your IG, which, you know, I'm definitely going to send people after this uh, podcast to your, uh, to your site. But, like, you are one of the most enthusiastic guys I see on IG, on social media. Like, where would you say you get all your energy from? It seems like you're never tired. You're always upbeat. You're always inspiring people. Like, where does this energy come from?
2: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. It's funny. I actually got this tattoo most recently that says entios, which is the root word for enthusiasm. Okay. Yeah. So, nice. So, one of the things that I think I have an inherent gift of is like my energy and enthusiasm. Um, And in the past, I think sometimes I suppressed it or dimmed my light because I wasn't so comfortable in my own skin. So I think it was always there. But now when you combine it with like a self-awareness and a comfort that I just feel like I can be my authentic self, it allows me to really step into that energy and step into that power fully. And I think that energy was always there. Um, I just dimmed my own light. And then when you talk about lifestyle behaviors, you know, I'm very, I'm very consistent with my approach. You know, I don't deprive myself of anything, but I'm very consistent with my morning routine. You know, um, hydrating, having an alkalizing green drink in the morning to really aid my metabolism, Absolutely. my digestion, and then. The mushroom coffee for me has been huge the last six months, right? Nice. So I'm just trying to fuel everything I do. I'm thinking about what effect it's going to have on my energy and my brain
1: health. Like the rest of the day. So for those out there that, you know, they see you on IG, like, damn, how can I be as enthusiastic and, and as energetic as Jeremy? Like, what would you like maybe give people out there some tips or some things that you do? that can maybe raise their level of enthusiasm on a daily basis.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think it's really important to just also recognize that your energy might not look like my energy. And I think that's really important to identify. Like, you might communicate in a way that's more calm and more relaxed. That doesn't mean you don't have energy. That's just, like, your disposition, right? So, but a way that we can really optimize our energy is prioritizing sleep. Mm. I think... I think, about it. Yeah. yeah, I think getting back, I always say like when I'm giving talks to overdose on nature's drugs. And what do I mean by that? I mean the things that are free.
1: Sunlight, oxygen, water. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So Absolutely. being conscious of your breath, your water consumption, getting outside, connecting with community and, and doing those things that lift you up. Like I'm sure you probably have people in your life that when you're around that person like you're lifted up like absolutely. your spirits are lifted your energies lifted and then i'm sure there's those people that are energy vampires
1: they drain you they drain you absolutely so so stay away from those people
2: the energy vampires are are <laughs> what you want to avoid and they and we have those everywhere and it's just about identifying those people those places that drain the life out of us and like recognizing okay that doesn't serve me I need to be in a setting in an environment that really promotes my health promotes my energy absolutely
1: 100 percent, man couldn't agree with you more now another thing that i admire about you so much and you put this on full display on your social media is your vulnerability man like i feel like there are times where there's like no fucks given you know yeah. what i mean like you just go out there and you're just your authentic self and I feel like a lot of people have a little bit of difficulty being vulnerable. You know, oh, what are, what are people going to think of me if, if I am my most vulnerable self on social media? So at the end of the day, they just say aside, you know what, I'd rather stay in my shell and not be that vulnerable person right. that, you know, may appeal to other people um, because they're just scared of doing it. So what would you say – Like, was there a point in your life where maybe it was like an aha moment, like that light bulb just turned on Mm. or was like, you know what, screw everything. I'm just going to be vulnerable. Or was it something that this is just who you are and this is how you always have been? Or, you know, maybe people that influenced you to be vulnerable. Mm. Like, can you speak a little bit on that?
2: Yeah, for sure. So I think especially when we talk about what it means to be a male and a masculine human being, right? Like we have this persona that you know, you grew up playing sports, it's like toughness, it's it's not showing emotion. You can't cry. Yeah. Exactly. Like you get you get called all types of names if you act a certain type of way. And society has kind of created this picture, right, of what um of of what a male, what a man should be like, what they should act like, what they should look like. And for me. That's the way I operated a majority of my life Uh, I would say a big turning point was about 18 months ago. I did a plant medicine journey I went to Peru and I experienced ayahuasca and that Experience yeah, that was that was incredible. It was so eye-opening and one of the biggest messages it gave me was That you're so powerful. You have this amazing voice amazing energy, but you're you're playing small you're not stepping into your power. Yeah. So that was a big aha moment for me and ever since then I've constantly been trying to elevate my game like how can I become the best version of myself and it's really a day by day process like it's it, you can't really tell someone like just be vulnerable because there's so many walls we put up. Yeah. You know like it, through our experiences maybe it's from our childhood oftentimes it is. We get hurt emotionally or physically. Maybe it's by a family member, yeah. or someone breaks our heart and hurts us. So naturally, our our reaction is to put up walls, and, and we
1: up. may not even know we're putting up those walls. Like the feelings are repressed, and you know that's how just it it, it comes out. You know, as an in adulthood.
2: Exactly. Yeah, and and a lot of times it's because of shame. It's because we don't want to burn in someone else with yeah. our negative thoughts or our feelings. So my biggest advice for someone out there who might be finding themselves struggling to express themselves is really just start writing, start writing to yourself and start communicating and, and really open up those avenues of communication. And then really understand that when you communicate, enact your most authentic self you're giving permission to other people so that's that's so huge and i think we we touched on it when you came on my show and that's one of the big reasons why i think rachel was appealed to you uh, was attracted to you because you were like expressing yourself and your walls were brought down yeah and you were in this setting that forced you to be like more present
1: absolutely right and i think it's also like where at least for me personally, like where I was in my life. Like I had experienced so much. You know, I had been dating, you know, I had a long dating uh life prior to the show. And, you know, at that point I was ready. It's like I had matured. So I don't know, maybe other people have their own journeys and they gotta get to that point where, you know, they feel enlightened to be vulnerable. I mean, I was there And I think that definitely benefited me on the show where, you know, I went in there with no reservations. I wasn't worried about, you know, what other guys were doing in the house. Like, not to sound cocky, but like I didn't have any competition in the sense where it was just me versus me. You know what I mean? It was me and just trying to advance this relationship with this woman and see how amazing it could be. And that's all I was focused on. And it was kind of like I was... I, I, I sometimes I've mentioned it. I'm like neo you know what I mean where it's like you're in the matrix and everything else is slowing down yeah. and you're just so in control of what you got going on in front of you and I was just enlightened at that point and I like everything was working through me like the universe was working through me God was working through me whatever you want to call it and you know that's ex- basically what was expressed on screen and, and to her so I just feel like I, I Definitely understand where you're coming from. I want to touch a little bit on your experience abroad. Like it seems like you had kind of like an out of body experience a little bit. Like what 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 were some of the things that you experienced when you were over there?
2: During you're saying in Peru, like like in Peru, yeah, yeah, Peru. I first want to touch on something you said too about how you felt like you were in the matrix, and it was just like you were in this zone.
1: Yeah, I was in the zone,
2: and I think it's important to recognize like we can get in that zone frequently like through things like breath work and through things like you know journaling through things like connecting with nature and we can Create these experiences that allow us to be more present with ourselves and those people around us So I think it's so important that you touched on that. Um for me, man going going to Going to Peru and doing ayahuasca is something kind of like you said I felt really called to do um it was something I had been kind of researching and watching videos about and reading about. And it just felt like I was in a point of my life where I was so overwhelmed with everything I was trying to create. It was almost like my prior vision- Prior to going there. Yes. Yeah. And like my vision, my vision for what I wanted to create with work and impact was overwhelming me and it was consuming me. And it got to the point where- I wasn't able to even do a simple task because I felt like the whole weight of the world was on my shoulders and that was self-imposed, right? So again, the medicine, and again, I think ayahuasca and other plant medicines are amazing tools for those people listening and watching. I just encourage you to like do the research and and don't just jump into something just because you see people talking about it.
1: So wait, was this like kind of like a like a little trippy experience that you have you never uh, done i have never, I've never done this, So like I'm I'm just I'm learning right now. Oh, so so so, so for yeah, those Like explain who that process a little bit. Okay,
2: so if, for those who don't know, ayahuasca is a plant medicine that goes back thousands of years for from from the ancient Incans okay. in South America. Um and basically the main the main ingredient is it, in it is DMT. Uh so basically this is a shamanic experience. You have a shaman there. He didn't speak English, but he was like a spiritual leader. And there's like a team of nurses and, and uh and it was a legit experience. People That's go yeah, yeah, people so so ayahuasca is known for transformation. So a lot of people who have suffered with abuse, drug addiction, uh things like that go into an experience and basically the medicine they say the mantra is like it gives you what you need not what you want so you face all of your darkness your ego comes crashing down some people experience death like of their ego oh, okay and and actually like what it is in an afterlife yeah um, so it humbles you 100% and it just gives you this totally new perspective on the world. And it, and again, I can only speak on my, my experience. I've yeah. talked to countless people who have also done it. It's gaining so much popularity, um, which is why I want to encourage people, if you're doing it, like, do your research. So I went to a retreat center in Peru where the medicine originated from. And I was committed, man, to just, I was terrified. Like, I was so fucking scared. So basically, it was 7 p.m., you know, we're all under, it was 20 of us. We're underneath, we're in nature in Peru. And they serve us like a cup, maybe this big, of this black drink. And, <laughs> and we say some blessings. Oh, we wow. say some prayers. We set intention. And I just remember before going in the tent, like I got everyone in a group. And I was like, guys, I know you guys are probably equally as scared as I am right now. But I just want to let you know. That we're all gonna come on the other side of this, better human beings. That's intense. And, that and is intense, man. It was it was actually the first point in my life where I was like, if I left the universe in this moment, I would feel fulfilled because wow. I I ended my like my last moment was bringing people together and encouraging them and like calming them down because it was all of our first times doing it, wow. and. You know, everyone had different reasons. One kid...
1: These were people, like, from all over the world,
2: like... Yeah, mostly U.S., but one kid, he was, like, a crazy sick programmer for Microsoft. And we were going around earlier in the day saying our reason for being here and what our intention was. And his reason was he wanted to answer the question, is life worth living? So you're talking about a, a lot of people who are in dark places... And maybe they've tried therapy. Maybe they've tried Western medication, and none of those things were really addressing the root cause. And sometimes, when you when you when you uh, run out of resources, you need to go to extremes. And I don't even see this as an extreme, to be honest. But um, for me, man, it was it was such a powerful experience. That's really all I can speak on is my experience. It. Showed me the importance of my family and like I thought I loved I was showing them love Appreciation, but I realized like I recently posted about my brother who I hadn't I really had him. a close yeah. relationship with the last 10 years In that moment in that experience it lasts about six hours each Just time gave you
1: like a huge sense of gratitude for You know what Grat- you have?
2: Yeah gratitude, but I also I experienced all of his pain from his childhood And I was purging. So you're like throwing up, you know, you have a bucket. And I'm literally just like experiencing his pain firsthand. So my level of compassion amplified to a level that I can't even describe. Wow. And that was one of the big reasons that I was able to change the way I communicated with my brother. I was coming at a place of more love and compassion rather than like resentment and uh, conditional love. It was all about like unconditional love. And like, I just want to be there for you, whatever it is I can do. I want to provide that for you.
1: So, so you just got like this completely crazy new perspective on life and all that weight that was on your shoulders prior. I mean, that was like an afterthought I can imagine. Yeah, man. Or at least it wasn't as heavy when you got back.
2: Listen, it was, I, I mean, I'm literally wearing an ayahuasca necklace. Like this is, like the, the piece of tree bark that ayahuasca represents. Wow. So, so for me, man, it, it wasn't just that experience, but it just triggered a lot of personal development. After that, I was like, I want to dive deeper into why I'm having these thought patterns or why I'm behaving this type of way. And I think a lot of times we operate on a- autopilot and we, I see this all the time. It's like, People are dating the same type of person dressed in a different outfit. It's like, I'll talk to a girl and she's like, I fucking hate guys. Like, am I allowed to cuss on you, by the way? Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) I've dated like five guys. Guys are such douchebags. They're all cheaters. And I'm like, well, hold up a second. You
1: haven't mixed it up at all. It's like dating the same type of dude.
2: What's the common denominator in all of these relationships? And she's like, that they're all douchebags? I'm like, no, you're the common denominator. Your behavior is somehow attracting this type of energy in your life. So that's why I think it's so important to like dive deeper into the subconscious because a lot of those things are ingrained in our childhood, yeah. and we don't have the awareness. So there's a good chance that she, that same girl, and I'm just using that as an example, might have been neglected as a kid, maybe didn't get the attention from her father and was constantly seeking that from other men as she progressed through life. But I think it's so important, whatever it is, you know, just doing the work on yourself, like diving deep into your personal development, I think is so key. Like you're never too old to continue learning and continue growing.
1: I mean, 2020 just... just hit us right now. So it's like everybody's always looking for that personal growth. So I think a story like that you know, an experience like that even though it's on the extreme. I mean, whatever experience, you know, whatever uh method somebody out there chooses, I think at the end of the day we just want to be better versions of ourselves and have that personal growth and I think that you obviously found that. So that's an amazing story, man. Yeah. Absolutely. It, um so just uh switching gears, man. Weaknesses. What would you say your biggest weakness is like now you're you know i i, I we talked about how you were uh, a person that's very vulnerable now um what would you say your biggest weakness is and what is it that you're doing right now to maybe turn that weakness into a strength And then also you know what would you tell other people out there that maybe have the same weakness as you how to turn that around or you know any other weakness for that matter
2: right yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, for me, what I've realized, and again, this is all done through growth work and personal development. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, I understand. Okay, for example, I understand my strengths or my enthusiasm, yeah. my energy, my ability to connect with people, uh, my ability to communicate. Now, things that I'm not so great at are logistics, organization, structure, These are things that sometimes make me squirm and what I've realized is when I tried to do all those things myself, it would fucking drain my battery and it wouldn't allow me to fully leverage my strengths to their capabilities. So one of the recent things that I've implemented in the last six or so months is really finding people who have my weaknesses as their strengths.
1: So, basically, you're delegating to others so that you become more powerful as a whole.
2: Exactly. And what's important to remember, too, is something that you and I might hate, like accounting or finances, someone else loves.
1: There are number crunchers out there, yeah. You
2: know what I'm saying? so, it's like we're doing a disservice by trying to do those things because, listen, it's nice to have an understanding overall, but, like, you're draining your time, you're draining draining your energy, and you're not able to fully unleash your gifts that you're designed on this planet to perform. So whether you, with you, it might be healing and medicine. For me, it might be speaking and also some sort of healing as well. Um, the more that we get sucked into this hole of doing all these things that we're shitty at and that we don't enjoy – Then it steals away from our time to really make a huge impact in the world. And then on the opposite side of that, I think it's great to suck at things. Like, for instance, I'm trying to learn Spanish. Yeah. You know, it's fun to be a novice. It sucks to suck. But at the same time, I know that's the only way to grow. So it's like you're not going to get better at push-ups By reading how to do push-ups, you're going to get better at push-ups by fucking doing push-ups. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's like finding those things that you want to get better at that are valuable skill sets for whatever it is you want to achieve. And like understanding, it's a process. Yeah.
1: And I feel like I I definitely relate to that because, for example, like in chiropractic school, I would always want to study with the people who knew more than me. Actually, I'd study with both. I would like to teach the people that maybe didn't know as much, but then I'd learn from the people that knew more than me. You know what I mean? So I was getting both ends of the spectrum. And, you know, you hear about all these amazing entrepreneurs and businessmen that are so successful, like Elon Musk and things like that. Like they have, they get, they didn't go to Harvard, but they hire people that went to Harvard and on their team, you know, to fulfill those duties that maybe they don't like doing. So, I mean, I don't, I think it takes a special person to, like, humble yourself and realize, hey, you know what? That's not my strength. But you know what? The smart person is going to say, I'm going to find somebody that does have that strength and bring them on my team so we can work together and we can all be successful.
2: 100%. And understand, like, you might be sacrificing. For example, I just cut out going to the grocery store because i actually kind of enjoy shopping for groceries but i was doing the math and it takes me like 90 minutes or two hours door to door all about instacart bro exactly <laughs> and i'm like yo i can pay ten dollars extra and maybe they're not going to pick the best avocado which is which is pretty upsetting but <laughs> but it's like but that's two hours now that i have to work on my mission to work on my impact
1: it's like how valuable is your time? Like it's definitely worth those ten dollars.
2: Hundred and ten percent. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely.
1: I mean. Absolutely. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit, man. I know uh, you had mentioned mushroom coffee mm. uh, earlier. So I know you're a, a, a big supplement guy. Um, and there's tons of supplements out there. You know, there's all these uh, claims in the industry. But how do you feel about the supplement industry? And like, what are your what are your go to supplements? So, uh, excuse me, what are your go-to supplements besides the mushroom coffee and that uh, green elixir that you drink every morning? Like, what what would you suggest to people out there, you know, if they really want to ramp up their energy level, their mood, mm. and, uh, you know, maybe their gut health, which obviously is, is great for your immune system when you do uh, uh, handle the gut situation? Like, what, what would you say to those people?
2: Yeah, for sure. I think, for me personally, I the only things that i take and i don't necessarily consider them supplements are the elixir which is just 25 organic superfoods and again the intention with that first thing in the morning is to alkalize your body detoxify the body and if you if you hear like tony robbins talk about people are always asking him how do you have such energy at this age after doing this for 35 years and one of his key things is an alkalizing green drink in the morning to really detoxify his body, clear his mind. Uh, so that's big for me. And he also does the. I always see him before
1: his shows. The rebounding, yeah. jumping on the mini trampoline, get that lymph going. Exactly, uh, it definitely gets him going.
2: Exactly. And 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 also, so the mushrooms are so powerful because each one of them has a different benefit. So, like you talk about lion's mane, it's been used in Chinese medicine for thousands of years to prevent things like dementia, and Alzheimer's. And it's great for stimulating neurogenesis and like expanding our neural connections. Things like cordyceps mushrooms are great for uh, stamina and endurance, and those are used by a bunch of Olympian athletes. So those are the two that I mostly use. Again, this is case by case, right? Like I yeah. would encourage people out there. It's the new year, like get a blood panel done. You know, you can get them done for like a hundred bucks at a lab and really find out areas that you might be deficient in but a couple common ones especially for people in cold areas are vitamin D you know and we have the luxury of living in Miami where we can just go out and get natural sunlight which is such a blessing so i encourage you if you're in a sunny spot do not take that for granted get out there first thing in the morning that's also going to aid your sleep by getting your circadian rhythm timing yeah correct right so you're gonna get your melatonin released at the proper time and that sunlight is huge um and then i would say for people who might be plant-based or vegan oftentimes they might be deficient in things like b12 yeah,
1: B so vitamins absolutely yeah,
2: yeah so that's one but something common people can do is honestly add some pink himalayan sea salt to their water like yeah. Absolutely. There's a ton of minerals in there,
1: and and that's a th- like the lack of hydration. I mean, just with a little pinch of sea salt in your water, I mean, can definitely get those uh, sodium levels up to you know really hydrate your body. Exactly. And that's very key. Yeah, man. Um, so I
2: would say honestly, with supplements, oftentimes less is more. Like try to get a majority of your nutrients from real food. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, I mean, you. I guess you touched on it just now. I mean, my last question for you was just. Jeremy's top 5 fitness or nutrition tips that are personal to you. I mean, so I obviously you've touched on a couple of them already. Let me
2: see five, five of them. So don't I, hold me
1: to that. You could be top 3, top 5, whatever you want.
2: I I'm huge on people listening right now. I really encourage you to find 3 to 5 things that you do consistently every single morning. And I talk about it all the time, the importance of mastering your morning and Letting those things build momentum into the rest of your day, and I and I I see how so many people are showing up for school or for work. They're literally waking up like twenty minutes before they have to be there. They're rushing. They hop in the shower. They drink their coffee, and it's like their cortisol levels are spiked
1: through the roof. Yeah,
2: and they don't have that time to really like organize their thoughts, get their mind right, move their body. So for me, those non-negotiables are that green drink I was talking about. Um, I, I do 10 to 15 minutes of stretching. I do it on, on my pool deck. So I'm also getting the sunlight, uh, stretching movement. Uh, and that requires
1: I- you to get rid of your phone. Cause I know a lot of people literally have the phone right next to their bed. That's the first thing they grab in the morning, you know, check IG, you know, their emails, whatnot. I think what you're saying is absolutely true. Just put that away, put all the distractions away and just focus on yourself.
2: Yeah. We need to, we need to put boundaries in our life. Yeah you know, I realized for a long time I was constantly in reactive mode. Like you were saying, it's like you wake up, you check your phone, you're responding to other people's needs, other people's questions. It's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to put myself first for the first hour of the day. My phone's on airplane mode while I go through this. And same thing at night. It's like, what are those things that are going to help calm your body down, relax your body, fill you up for the next day and give you that nice sound sleep. Um, so I think focusing on the first part of the day and the end of the day are so important and critical in really establishing a foundation for your health and wellness.
1: Okay, cool. All right. So we're going to do a little uh, rapid fire right now. Ooh,
2: you know uh, I'm a fan of that rapid fire.
1: Let's see. First off, what is your main 2020 New Year's resolution?
2: My 2020 New Year's resolution. Man, I'm, I'm really focused on like traveling to specific places and I'm super set on going to Tokyo in June for the Olympics. So that's so one thing. Making out to the
1: Olympics. Yeah, that's one thing heard I'm Japan committed. Japan is outstanding. Amazing, Bro, beautiful trip. Maybe we'll think about it. We'll oh, <laughs> uh, think about it. Um, all right, uh, finish this phrase. In 2020, I'm letting go of...
2: Self-limiting beliefs. Nice. So scarcity. Like I think a lot of us have scarcity issues around time, around money. Um, I just want to live my life in abundance. You know, we were talking about it before the show. Like, there's seven hundred thousand podcasts out there, but there's no podcast hosted by Doctor Apps. You know what there's I'm saying? No
1: podcast hosted by Jeremy Abramson
2: Exactly. Yeah. So we have our unique flair that we put onto it, and. A lot of times we get intimidated but by, by oh that thing's already been done or that 100%. person's better or all these things. It's and it's and all. It's,
1: it's funny because I sorry to cut you off, I get that a lot. You know, I get the same troll, you know, hitting me up all the time, like, Oh, this guy is, you know, a copycat, he's doing things that everybody else has already done or whatnot. It's like at the end of the day, my answer is like, they aren't me. Yeah. Lady, dude, whoever you are, is you this I mean? like
2: literally the same person? Yeah,
1: I, I, I know it's the same person because I could tell by their the their, they use certain words all the time, and their English is not that great. No offense, but it just isn't. You know, other people comment on it, but I could tell it's just the same person making new accounts, and they're always saying like, "Oh, you're." If I get into online coaching, oh, everybody and their mother is doing that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Other people are doing that. Maybe I'm not. Obviously, I'm going to try to make it unique to me. Maybe I am doing some of the similar things that other people are doing, but at the end of the day, I'm going to connect with somebody possibly differently than you are. hundred percent. Somebody may say, you know what? I'm not about Dr. Ab, but you know what? I love Jeremy. I'd love me some Jeremy. I'm going to go with his coaching program, even if we do the same exact thing. Of course. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, that whole concept of you versus you, I absolutely love it because nobody is me. Nobody is you like ever. That's our superpower. Everybody has that superpower strength, and that's the fact they're unique unlike anybody in this world. What is there, like, how many billions of people are there? 7.5. 7.5 billion. billion, Not one person is like you. You
2: And and this is, okay, I want to stop. This is, because this is an important topic I think we just addressed before before we conclude, is this person who is spitting venom at you on your page. Okay. Like I, I hate, understand I hate that
1: we're we're giving them energy right
2: now. <laughs> no, well no, no, let us let, give let's give this energy because I think it's important because no. this might not happen to you. This not might, might not be happening to you on social media, it might be happening in real life. Yeah. And maybe that person's like the person that's supposed to support you the most, maybe it's your girlfriend or boyfriend, maybe it's your mom or dad, right? But they're constantly spitting venom. In this case specifically that you're talking about, this person is literally talking crap behind a screen repeatedly creating new aliases to do so. Can we just stop for a second and think about that and have compassion for where that person's at in their life that they feel like the, the best way to heal themselves is by to To bring down someone else behind a phone and do it repeatedly and put energy into that. Like, That is what I'm saying about energy vampires and there's going to constantly be negativity in your life trying to seep in. But you just have to recognize those people and places that are trying to have that negative effect on you and be like, yo, like I would encourage you to respond to that person and be like, yo, I appreciate your feedback and just be like super honestly kind to it's them. like
1: I don't even want to give them the time of day like I don't even want to give my energy to them like all I could say is like wow you know they must be in a dark place themselves like they may not love themselves I hope they get the help that they truly need and I just keep it moving you know what I mean like I would I'm, love
2: to hear what they say though I would love for you just like oh, I'll, one I'll, time. Screensh-
1: I'll screenshot all, my <laughs> all the all the venom that spewed no Yo,
2: literally just like and that that's a fine approach too, honestly. Yeah. But like, just saying, like, I appreciate your feedback. Yeah. And I bet you they're gonna be like, oh,
1: like, sure. no. You know what's funny is I mean, my wife were talking about this the other day. Um, she got a terrible. I mean, all kinds of names. You know, racist. I mean, a terrible, terrible, terrible energy directed toward my towards my wife on a you know on a DM or whatnot or, or a comment. And she wrote her back, or she wrote this person back. And the response was, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I love you, but my nieces, my nieces got control of my account and wanted to see how many people they could get to block them. And it's like, what? (laughs) Like, lady, (laughs) give it up. Like, it's okay. But, like, I guess she was just, like, she didn't expect that response. Like, I, I think a lot of these people don't expect you to write back or You know that that's what they want they they want you to write back so that they could feel fulfilled like they got you or you know they got to you
2: i don't know at the end of the day man we're all humans yeah like sometimes sometimes like we forget that and and it's like regardless of what your profession is what your following is what your day-to-day is what color your skin is like we're fucking humans and sometimes we don't act like it. And the more people like you and Rachel and myself can be like the bigger person in that Absolutely. situation and even like act with compassion, be like, yo, I appreciate your feedback. Like, I don't know where you're coming from, but I hope that your 2020 is off to a good start, whatever it is, and just yeah. see where that goes. Um, and it, it, it's crazy that it's crazy that people, I mean, I guess it's not that crazy because people aren't addressing their mental health, their physical. Yeah, there's health.
1: a lot of depressed and people hurting out there, man. It's it's yeah. it's sad, but you know, and it just sucks that they have to you know, I guess make them feel feel better by you know, going online and and it's crazy. It's like why are you portraying all this all you're spending all this energy on somebody that you don't even know? Like that energy should be used towards improving your own self. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just think if people focus on that, like, you know, because we always compare online, like, you know, uh, the, the, the the habit of, of comparing, you know, how else somebody else is doing in business or, you know, oh, look how big they've gotten in the gym or I got I to gotta catch up. It's like at the end of the day, it's like they have their own journey. Focus on your journey. You know what I'm saying? Like focus on growing yourself. Like I feel like our creator made us the way we are. Like, I think we're blessed the way we are and just take that vessel and just improve it to the utmost in every single Avenue, you know, whether it's physically, spiritually, emotionally, and just focus on that. Like, don't worry about what other people are doing because that's just going to take your energy and your time away from focusing on yourself.
2: 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know, I know we were continuing to go off. (laughs) This is supposed to be rapid fire, (laughs) but, but, but but it's, but I think it's, I think, and, and I think that's like, one of the great things about your show and having this platform is like, yeah, it's cool to have a structure, but then when conversation triggers to an interesting topic, like, no, let's dive a little deeper into this. Yeah. Because I started talking to the, this middle school, this sixth, seventh, and eighth graders every Wednesday. And it's like an inner city. Uh, and I speak to them, speak to them. There's like 75, 80 kids I talk to. And What's crazy to me is as I dive deeper into the research, I found that there's 45 school shootings just in 2019 in the U.S. 45, that's almost one a week. And I don't think, and and some of these kids are 11, 12, 13 years old who are committing these heinous crimes. It's like, those aren't bad kids. Those are just kids that need need a massive amount of love. They need love, absolutely. And like, when those same kids continue evolving through life and they carry with them all of that suppressed emotion and resentment, it leads to things like you're seeing online. So I think that's why I'm really focused and determined this year, especially to like get more of my impact into schools with the youth because I think if we can really see positivity and gratitude and kindness, into the individuals when they're when they're at that age, then they're going to grow up in a more compassionate way, making better decisions. And hopefully we don't don't see 45 school shootings in 2020, man, like it's devastating to me.
1: Amen, man. Um, Yeah, man, I think that's a great place to finish off. I mean, I guess the message from that is just spread love, man, and just try to grow yourself as an individual and become the best version of yourself. And yeah, spread love and you know, everything will fall into place. So uh, real quick, man, before we go, obviously, I want to give you a little shout out, like promote yourself, man. Like talk about stand up to sitting. Where can we find you on oh, IG? Yeah. Like tell me about that, man.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm super grateful for being able to come on your show, man. I'm so excited for this thing to grow for all of the people who have been following you and fans of you to Appreciate have that like another avenue to get content from you and like a longer form and i think it's just going to be amazing to watch the growth and progression of this uh for me like you mentioned i have a stand up to sitting ebook definitely get that it's completely free stand up to sitting.com the number two right here stand so if you all
1: don't know jeremy's podcast Stand up to sitting. It's literally you're standing the entire time. I actually was on his show. So he's probably a little uncomfortable right now. He's sitting down. I think he's sat down for longer than been like an hour, bro. It's been like an hour. So he's probably itching to get up. So but definitely check out his podcast. It's amazing. Some amazing guests.
2: We'll link to we'll link to your show and your show notes. And then and then on Instagram, it's Coach Jeremy 305. Always posting content, just trying to lift your spirits, get you inspired for this one life that we get
1: if you want to check out those animal flow moves definitely check out his IG he's posting it all the time hell yeah bro get inspired and and get your get your training on man let's go (laughs) he's coming on the show
0: all right take care man Hey there friend, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with my good friend Brian Abasolo. Again, show him some love, show him support, show myself some love, and leave us a review on both of our shows. It would help so much. Just continue spreading this message of positivity, movement, gratitude, and joy because I'm on a mission to impact 20 million lives this year in 2020, and I need your help. I can't do it alone. so, thank you so much in advance and make sure to check out www.standup2sitting.com, the number two, because I want you to take ownership of your health and wellness in the workspace because every moment is an opportunity to continue growing and evolving. So, you already know what time it is, fam. It's time to unleash your capabilities your potential your greatness and stand up to city